Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Daring greatly because fortune favors the bold. We'll discuss two quotes today about with the same, with the same basic idea which is fortune favors the bold. A very, very, very old saying and one that's a little bit newer, a famous speech by Teddy Roosevelt. Join my VIP program and uh, VIP members, watch your email this week. I think Thursday I'll send out the invitation invitation to our webinar for VIP members only. So VIP members, watch your email email. I welcome everyone back after a few days. Um, Hope you're doing well. I'm doing fine. Let's get into our topic, shall we? So two quotes today. Let's read quote number one. Now, according to goodreads.com, this quote comes from Virgil, the Roman poet, the Roman writer. It may be older than that. I don't know, but uh, we'll go with this one. It's a very, very famous phrase. It's been around a long time, a saying. Fortune favors the bold. And then it's got it in Latin, which I can't pronounce. Audaces fortuna iuvat. So I'm guessing audaces is uh, boldness or audacity. Fortuna would be fortune and iuvat would be favors. That would be my guess. (laughs) So, fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the bold. Fortune means um, luck, really. If if we want the simplest word in English, it would be luck. Luck. Luck favors, right? Means helps, benefits the bold. So, who benefits, right? Who gets the benefit? Um from being bold, right? Fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the bold. So what this means is the bold means people who are bold, B-O-L-D. Bold means like courageous, right? Even, uh, uh, it's even more than courageous. It means you, you take risks. You take risks that you're brave and Maybe not fearless, maybe not without fear, but you you charge forward, you take strong actions, even if you're afraid, even if there's some risk. And people who do that, in general, get good luck. They have better luck. That's what the phrase means. One second, let me sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so, fortune favors the bold. So... This is encouraging you, this this saying, Virgil is saying, that you should be bold, that it, being bold is a good thing. Being bold uh, will make you more lucky in life. Being bold will make you more successful in life. 
in general. Does that mean? Does it mean that every single time you take a risk, that every time you take action, you will definitely be successful? Of course, it, of course not. We all know that. That's not true. Sometimes you will fail. In our next quote, we'll talk about that. But um, in general, overall, long term, right? Over the long term, over years, people who are bold, who, who take strong action, who do not surrender to fear, right? Who go forward without fear, who are bold and courageous, these people have g better luck. These people have better success in life generally, in all areas of life. That's what the saying means. That's what the, the phrase means. So saying, be bold. Do not be afraid. Do not, if, and of course you can imagine then, obviously the opposite would be true. That the fearful, fortune does not favor, fortune does not help the fearful. Right? Those who are fearful, those who surrender to fear, have worse luck, have less success long term, over time. Right? So being fearful means in general, in your life, following your fear means you're going to have less success, less luck, maybe bad luck. The more you follow fear, the worse your life becomes in general, long term, right? So that, that would be the, the opposite, <laughs> the kind of the, uh, the mirror of the saying, which is also true. Now, our next one is a quite a famous speech from Teddy Roosevelt, former president of the United States. And this is a very, it's called the Man in the Arena speech, very, very, very famous speech. I'll go ahead and read it first, and then I'll explain it. It's connected to this idea, fortune favors the bold. It's a little more detailed. Okay, you may have heard this speech because it's very famous. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails with daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat." Now, this is just a simply an awesome uh, speech. <laughs> it is absolutely fantastic, which is why it's still famous a hundred, you know, over a hundred years later. And this speech is still very, very famous. And this speech is quoted all the time. So, let's review the meaning of it. Okay, it's not the critic who counts. Okay, so the whole first sentence says basically critics, people who criticize other people. 
they don't count. They're not important. They're meaningless. They're they're unimportant people. They're not important people. Right? Critics are completely, you know, worthless is what he's saying. And if you know about Teddy Roosevelt, you would understand his uh, his attitude towards critics that they're basically useless and worthless. They don't count. Right? And he just gives examples, right? What do critics do? They just sit back and they criticize men or people who are actually taking risks, who are actually trying, right? That's easy to do. It's easy to sit back and do nothing and just criticize other people. Oh, you made a mistake. Oh, you did that wrong. That's really easy. It's also cowardly. It's it's what cowards do, what fearful people do. Okay, so then the next sentence is the credit, meaning the glory, the... the um, praise, right? Compliments. Go belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. In the arena. So in the arena just means like in the stadium. In the stadium. So he's kind of comparing this uh, like to a a man uh, who's a boxer, who's a fighter. And uh, indeed, Teddy Roosevelt was a boxer. <laughs> so he's saying that's the person, the person, and in fact, both people who are actually in there fighting, they deserve the credit. They are the important people, right? The ones who their face is marred, means kind of like uh, hurt or covered with dust and sweat and blood. So they're covered in blood and dust and sweat. Why? Because they're trying so hard. They're getting hit. Who strives valiantly, who tr- who tries hard with boldness, right? Valiantly means boldness, uh, with boldness or with courage. Who errs, okay? Who makes mistakes. We've talked about this again and again and again. And you'll see Teddy Roosevelt confirming that everybody... Come sh- who come short again and again. To come short means to fail. Because there's no effort without error. There's no effort without failure. And shortcoming, mistakes. Very important, that little phrase there. There is no effort. There's no real effort. There's no boldness. There's no trying, really trying, without failure and mistakes. So, in other words, you anyone who tries will make mistakes anyone who tries will have failures guaranteed just as a boxer is every boxer gets hit every boxer gets hit eventually but even though he fails even though he gets hit even though he makes mistakes He strives to do the deeds, right? He takes action. He tries to take action. He knows great enthusiasms, right? So the the one who, the man or woman who really tries, he knows what it feels like to be enthusiastic, to to have that passion, that, that excitement, that enthusiasm. The great devotions, right? To be devoted, to have that discipline and that, that, devotion, that loyalty to something that's important, to have meaning in your life, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who fights for, for something that's good. And then at the best, so saying then, this person who takes action, who is bold, 
At the best, at the, in the best situation, in the end, he triumphs. He is successful. He knows great success. He tri- He knows the triumph of high achievement, right? The high level of success, right? So that's the best, obviously. But even at the worst, even if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly. Even the boxer, the fighter who loses, at least he's in there fighting. At least he is bold. And he fails, but he fails while being bold, while having courage. And because of this, his place, even the failure, his place is never with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So he's saying even the failure, even the loser is better, much, much better than those who are afraid to try, right? Those who never even fight, who just sit and criticize, who are just afraid, wear their little masks and hide, you know, They are cold and timid. Timid means uh, fearful, weak and fearful. So even the failure, the bold failure, even when he fails, even when he loses, he's still better. She is still better than those who never try because they're, they're just, they're afraid. That's just a great speech, guys. That's fantastic. So, it's quite simple <laughs> what both of these, the, the, the basic phrase, you know, fortune favors the bold, and then this kind of, this fantastic speech by Teddy Roosevelt. And it means, take a, this is the number one thing, you know, this is kind of the, the, if you want to know my basic advice in many areas of life, it's this very simply, that just take action. Just do it, do it, do it, okay? This is, this is so true in so many areas of life, right? If, if so many people, they think about, uh, you know, they hate their job and they, they, they think about or they want to quit the job and try something else. Well, fortune favors the bold. Just do it. Right? The person who just stays in their job that they hate because they're afraid to try something else. They're afraid they might lose money. They're afraid. They're cold and timid souls, weak. Right? And they will have a terrible life over the long term. But the one who tries, yes, you try. You quit your job. You try something else. It might, you might fail. You might make a mistake. It might not be great. But at least you're daring, right? At least you have courage. And this makes you happier just by having some courage, just by fighting against fear, letting go of fear, having courage, being bold. That makes you feel better. makes you feel stronger. It makes you happier. Even when you fail, you're happier. Even when you make mistakes, you are still happier than when you do nothing because you're afraid. I use the example a lot of starting your own business because uh, when I do business topics, when I talk about this topic of, you know, being a freelancer, starting your own business, whatever, I always get so many comments from people. But oh, I'm, I'm, oh, what should I do? I'm afraid. I'm afraid to start. Oh, I need. I don't have any money. It's always excuses, right? Well, fortune favors the bold. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Will you 100% definitely succeed? No, you might fail. You might make mistakes. You will make mistakes. For sure, you will make mistakes. And you 
But you still, even with mistakes, you might succeed and no great success, have a super successful business. You might. You might fail, as Teddy said. Teddy Roosevelt, you might fail. Definitely, it's possible. You might fail. But at least you tried, you dared boldly, you will learn so much. And the whole process of it, just by, by throwing away the fear and being bold, being strong, taking action, you will become a stronger, better, happier person. And yeah, maybe the first business fails that you try. But then you've learned so much. Most importantly, you have more confidence. You're not afraid of failing anymore. You learn business skills, you get new ideas, you make new connections, incredible benefits. And then what? What do you do? Well, maybe you try again and your second business is a success, right? But if you don't start, if you just follow your fear, you will be a cold and timid soul. You'll just be weak and, oh, I never did it, right? Ten years later... You still, you never did it. You never started your business because you were too afraid. You will be miserable. You'll be unhappy. And you'll know, you'll know in your heart that it was because you were weak and afraid. If you fail, in your heart you'll know, I tried, I did it, I took action. You'll feel good about yourself. And you'll say, well, I'll take action again. What can, I'll try again next time. Maybe next time I will succeed. Long term, you will be more successful because as Virgil said, fortune favors the bold. Maybe in this, the first time you try a business, maybe you will fail, but eventually there's a good chance, a very, very, very good chance that eventually you will succeed because fortune does favor the bold, right? And uh, this, you know, this applies to all situations in life. It's the same with this virus thing. I'm tired of like going on and on about all the details it's it's nonsense and it's up to you to decide right are you going to be fearful and afraid when the news said people are dying uh, i'm gonna hide in my house and put on a mask and gloves all everywhere i go uh, right or are you going to be bold and stop being a wimp okay stop being so weak Stop being so timid. If you don't live in a nursing home, okay, if you're not 80, then stop crying and just go out and live. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enough, enough. This is true. Uh, this is true for young young men. I know it's hard and scary, but like you know, if if you're dating, you're interested in a girl, go talk to her. Okay, go talk to her. Don't just uh, hide and what if she doesn't like me? And uh, you know, I know I was that way when I was younger too. Just go talk to her. Fortune favors the bold. Will she like you? I don't know. Maybe she will and maybe she won't. It doesn't matter because you will become a stronger, more confident, better person. And the next time, maybe the next girl will. Right? But if you just hide and uh, you're just weak and just afraid, well, you're never, <laughs> you're never going to meet anyone or date anyone that's at least not anyone that you're really attracted to or that you really like or that's, that's great. Okay, fortune favors the bold. It's true in all areas of life, in all areas of life. It's the same with health. So many people are afraid to try something different, you know, like fasting. When we talk about fasting and how people are afraid, oh, I've read that it'll destroy your kidneys oh, and you'll die if you don't eat for two days. You know, and there's, it's again, it's fear, 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 fear. Fortune favors the bold. The ones who just try it and do it, 
get healthy or get strong. There's a great quote on my gab about um, from, let me see, who is it from? About fasting. It's from DJ Sergey. I'm going to read it in a minute. He just, he just said, uh, enough, I'm just going to fast. And he did it. Let's, let's read it right now. Go to my gab. Get another example. A fortune favors the bold. He's not, he, he's not being, being scared. He's used this, uh, this nonsense virus stuff to do something great. He, he's took control of his health. He was bold about fasting. And here are the benefits. So I'm going to read it. I'll show you on my screen. This is my... So that's at the top of the screen If on video if you're watching. Okay, DJ Sergey is his uh, name here. Fishing Freak is his profile. I guess he likes fishing. All right, he says, full reset. Uh, the quarantine nonsense virus stopped my rat race. So five days of fasting in three weeks, strict keto diet. That means like zero sugar. I lost 18 pounds so far. Awesome. I feel fantastic, no high blood pressure, no daily headache, no back pain, etc. So I guess he had all these health problems, all this fasting, losing 18 pounds, all those health problems gone, the pain's gone. Any more, uh, one or two ma- meals a day maximum. I have full, I'm full of energy. I've got to say, it's a new life. Um... Uh, it says my age is 36. But, so I guess he's saying he feels much younger than that. Oh, the, oh, an app says my age is 36. I guess he's older than that. I'm not sure what that means exactly, but he feels younger. <laughs> uh, thanks for the compliment. Nobody gives except you your own health. Great phrase. No one gives you your health except you. 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 Not a doctor. Not a company. Nobody else. You create your own health or you destroy it. He took bold action about fasting. He didn't, oh my God, I might die if I don't eat a couple days. Nope, he took control and look at these benefits. Fortune favors the bold. Awesome. Fantastic. Fortune favors the bold. It's a good saying. I'm sure that there was. It's a motto of a lot of people <laughs> through history. It's a good life motto to have. Fortune favors the bold. It's a good thing to just repeat to yourself. Fortune favors the bold. When you start to feel fear, when you start um, like oh, I'm feeling afraid, and you're oh, I'm not sure. Should I? Uh, fortune favors the bold. Go forward. Take action. Do it. Okay. Just like Teddy said, Teddy Roosevelt, right? Even if you fail, stop worrying about failing. You're going to fail. You will. You're going to make mistakes. Of course. So what? So what? Every boxer gets hit in the face. Okay. Gets hit many, many, many times. Even the best ones. Right? Every jujitsu fighter gets you know, loses matches, gets armbarred, gets choked, every single one of them. Okay? So it doesn't matter. Yes, you'll make mistakes. Yes, you'll fail sometimes. So what? You're in there. You're in the arena. You're fighting. And the the feeling of fighting and being in there and not being afraid, that feeling is amazing. That feeling is the reward. You know, if you succeed, that's like extra. That's great also. It's also fantastic when you succeed. Of course, it's great. But just fighting after a while, you realize that this is a reward. 
that the feeling of being bold is so fantastic compared to the past when you were afraid, always so afraid, all the uh, always worrying about every decision, always so afraid about every decision, always so afraid about making a mistake and failing. Uh, when you just let go of that and you go forward and you're strong and you're fearless, already you have succeeded. And that's what Teddy's saying. Good old Teddy Roosevelt. All right, let's get into some comments. I've got them open today since I was gone for a while. I just open them for everybody. Shab Madi says, People love to criticize others because words are cheap. Indeed, any coward, anyone who's afraid, can criticize others because you need no courage, you need no boldness, you need nothing to just blah, 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 just talk and criticize. That's easy to do, which is why so many do it. Kumipon says, I get energy from you. Good. Thank you. Mohammed Hagro says, being bold is the good way to defeat your fears. Indeed, that is the way to defeat your fears. And I think Teddy Roosevelt talked about this also. Others have as well. That uh, don't wait until the fear is gone. Okay? That, that's not how it works. Okay? When, you, when you're afraid... If you wait around like, okay, when I'm not afraid anymore, then I'll do it. That's ridiculous. It'll never happen. No, the fear goes away after you take the action, not before. So you have to, you know, there's the there's a great book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I've mentioned it before. It's a great little phrase. It's a nice saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. Right? So you're afraid, but you do it anyway. Right? So being bold doesn't mean fearless. I, you know, the fearlessness comes later after you're bold and you realize, okay, I failed. I made a mistake. So what? Nothing to worry about. I'm going to do it again and do it again and do it again. And eventually you do lose most of the fear. But in the beginning, you will be afraid. doesn't matter. Be bold. You can be afraid and still be bold. It's fine. It's in fact, it's normal. Jamila, hey, good to see you. Says, I've just found the speech here on YouTube. Oh, good. Welcome. Gonna listen and listening to this after your lesson. Great. Good to see you, Julia Takita. Good to see you, Vladislav. Vladislav. Okay. Yeah, Bottoms is maybe our next book should be about this topic. Good idea. I like it. Very good idea. Vladislav says, at university I went to Sambo, martial arts. Uh, couldn't I couldn't overcome my fear of falling or getting hit. I didn't become a good somber. Hmm. Well, the way to overcome it is to get hit a lot <laughs> or fall a lot. I, and I never did boxing or anything like that, but I did uh, judo and jujitsu. So the way to, I mean, I never liked it. Nobody likes go, getting thrown onto the ground. It's not fun. But um, 
the way to get over it is just have it done to you enough that you kind of just uh, you deal with it. Yeah, like Leonardo Parigi says, when a person understands how failures are important in life, he or she will be successful for sure. I figured it out thanks to you. Absolutely. This is the thing that stops most people. This is the thing that stops most people. Really, it is this. It's not that they don't have, they're not, it's not that they're stupid or not smart enough. It's not that they don't know what to do. It's not they don't have enough money. Um, it's not that they're shy, blah, blah, blah. It's just they're afraid of failing. This is the number one thing that stops most people in these major areas of life. It's quite sad. But the good thing is you can get over it. You can you can move forward. Fortune favors the bold. Yeah, Ilanakan relating this to Bilbo. Another common translation is fortune favors the strong, the brave, the brave, right? It's historical slogan um, was used in the military for sure. Yes, it's been used in a lot of countries. You know, it goes back to Virgil at least. So, uh, you know, that's that's ancient Rome. People became people become bold through actions, like Bilbo, right? Bilbo Baggins is a good a good um, example of this. So it's audaces in uh, audaces in Latin. So that's the root of audacity. Audacity is yeah, boldness, boldness, braveness, taking risks. And with you know in a big way within a strong way that would be I guess the audacity might even be the best translation Yassine says the most important thing is doing is attempting bravely you'll get results which you don't imagine that you can achieve them exactly Just, again like Bilbo right in the in the book we're reading the Hobbit we're almost done but uh yeah by take by being bold even when he's afraid in the beginning but doing these things that are scary again and again and being bold he becomes right by the end he still has some fear but he's much much stronger and bolder and of course uh, we will see he has some great success in the end quite big successes Asma says, success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Another nice quote. I can't remember who said it, but right. It's keeping your enthusiasm, keeping your energy, keeping your boldness, even as you fail. Right? Like like a movie example of this, a great character would be Rocky, right? Stallone, how he gets hit and beat up constantly, beat up, beat up, beat up, and he just keeps going, just keeps going, just keeps going, never stops, right? Uh, It's it's a great, and that's why people love that character of, of Rocky. Passion Freak uh, says many people fear the unknown and this is true that's a lot of it sometimes it's better just to take action action is the main opponent of the fear that's exactly right it's the cure for the fear action is the cure for fear when you're in the middle when you're in the middle of taking action you find that the fear will drop maybe even disappear completely when you're actually you know so let's say let's say you're, you're gonna fight 
somebody, right? Like boxing. And uh, you might feel very, very nervous and afraid before the fight. That's normal. But then in the middle of the fight, you will often find you forget the fear. It disappears because you're in the middle of the fight. You're getting hit. You're hitting them. And uh, the action's happening so fast that really you have no time to be afraid anymore, right? Uh, it's the same like in jujitsu, like uh, the one tournament I did, I was really nervous, 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 nervous until the fight started. Once the fight started and there's no time anymore, right? I, I wasn't nervous anymore because I'm in the middle of it. There's, there's, once the action starts, then the fear pretty much disappears. And you'll hear about this, you know, this happens with soldiers a lot, that it's usually before is when the fear happens. So taking the action will indeed get rid of the fear. Glauber says, I hope your blessed family is doing great. Yes, they're doing just fine. Thank you. Had a great day with the babies today. Yeah, like Maria says, without attempts, we will get no results. Exactly. It's just, it's rational too. It's logical. Without trying, you get no results, right? If we use a baseball analogy, you guys probably don't know baseball, most of you, but anyway, in baseball, you try to swing and hit a ball. If you don't swing, you never will hit the ball, right? You have to swing to hit the ball. You might miss, but if you don't swing, it's guaranteed you won't hit it, (laughs) right? Exactly right. That's right. Cleefy says, the key is to build a powerful mindset that likes to explore. Yes, I like that. That's a nice way to say it. Build a powerful mindset that likes to explore and boldly go where never gone before. There is no failure. There's just learning experiences. It's very nice. Build a powerful mindset that likes to explore. So you see it as exploring, right? So, right, exactly. So again, if we use the Teddy Roosevelt's example of boxers, they get hit, it hurts, but they like it. Overall, they like fighting. They enjoy the fight, right? They enjoy the challenge of it. They enjoy the fight. They they really like it. <laughs> um even though it's painful sometimes. When you start to enjoy it, even when it even when things are difficult or painful or you make mistakes, then you really become quite a master. Then you really start to get some big successes then. Things change in your life a lot when you learn to enjoy even the tough parts instead of being afraid of them. 100%. That's true. Just being a parent, I've found. I don't want to fight anyone. I'm afraid when someone tries to fight me. Yeah, well, you're afraid until you do it. You fight enough times and then you're not afraid anymore. Jermila says, you're my energy drink. After a few, I've been, I've not felt good lately because it's raining a few days here, but a few minutes of your speech, I'm feeling full of energy. Thank you. Nice. I'm glad. (laughs) 
Yeah, like Manish says, failure is nothing but the first attempt in learning. We have to learn from our failures or mistakes. We should fight back. Right, we'll achieve success. Failures or mistakes are there in everything we do. Exactly, exactly. And again, you know, I always bring it back to school, but this is such a toxic, such a poison mindset taught in school. The fear of failure. It's one of, not the only, <laughs> but it's one of the very worst parts of the school curriculum, what's called the hidden curriculum. It's, it's a message that you get in your brain uh, quite deep, after all those years, this idea that failure is bad, that it's always bad, that that um, you should be afraid of failure, that you should feel ashamed, you should feel bad about failure. I mean, no one likes it. It's automatic. Nobody likes it. So, But all this extra shame and fear and worry about failing uh, is, is terrible. It makes people slaves. It makes people weak. Yeah, like Leonardo says, again, failure has been, a, he's going to write a, on Gab, he'll write a post about this. He says, failure has been a blessing in disguise. It has been a turning point in my life. I hope it'll be helpful for some people. Looking forward to it. What's the factor behind this that stops people from trying? Yeah, again, like I think it is a, I, I, it's a good question, Preeti. This is from Preeti. So why? Why are people so afraid of making mistakes? Why are so many people afraid to just jump in and do things? I look at it, I, I really do see this as something that's trained into people, all right, kind of programmed into people when they're young, mostly through schools. Like I see this with some younger people I've met, um, by younger, I mean like teenagers and in their 20s. And they're so timid, right? They're so fearful and afraid of trying anything, of looking foolish. And it's the schools. It's not only the, just the tests. Of course, there's the teachers and the tests. But it's also the social structure of schools, right? When people say, uh, about when we're talking about homeschooling, people say, what about socializing? I mean, I just laugh. It's because it's, it's so ridiculous because the social training in school is horrible. It's a lot of bullying. It's a lot of um, peer pressure. And what the social life teaches in schools, it teaches just be the same. Don't be different, right? Because especially when by high school level, usually by high school age, Everybody's afraid of looking foolish, right? Especially afraid of the other kids because the other kids bully and laugh at any kid who fails, any kid who's different, any kid who looks foolish in any way. Um, in fact, that the social part of schools with the other kids is probably worse than what the teachers are doing. I don't know. It's at least equally bad. It's horrible. They're both terrible. Uh, I'm thinking of doing Lord of the Flies. I'm very seriously thinking our next fiction book, so two books later from now, uh, might be Lord of the Flies <laughs> because uh, there's some great stuff in there on this topic. Yeah, Vladislav says, when being afraid of having kids, also fortune favors the bold. Yes, it's also about having children and having a family. It's really anything in life, to be quite honest. Anything that you, you want, but then you don't do it because you're afraid.
Shimok, good to see you. Just checking the time. Right, Vladislav says, the hidden curriculum at school, we learn better and deeper than the official one. That's right. For sure. For sure. All right. Looks... Sunil says, we always try to be perfect in any task. This makes us fearful. We don't make any decisions. Right. It's that indecisiveness. Right. Indecisiveness, meaning not deciding, not being decisive. Um, the root of it is fear. Right. People who are afraid. Like, again, I see this with people who want to start a business. Ah, oh, I don't know. And they can never decide. They never can make a decision. Like, which, what kind of business to start? When to do it? What price to charge? <laughs> All the details. They can never make decisions about these things. Why? Because they're afraid of making the wrong decision. They're afraid they'll make a mistake. And because they're afraid, they do nothing. They're frozen. Paralyzed. Right? They can't take action. Because they're... They, they're afraid of doing something that won't be perfect, that won't be, that, that won't be successful. So they do nothing. They just talk endlessly, right? I mean, I, I know people in my own life, <laughs> in my own family, in fact, who have talked and talked and talked for years, I mean, decades, decades, about starting a business. Uh, they, they were talking about doing it before I started my business <laughs> 14, 15 years ago. They've been talking about it for the last 15 years. They're still talking about it. They're never going to do it. They'll never do it. It's sad. But what can we do? All they need to do is just start one. But they're afraid. Sunil says, in my country, in India, people allow mistakes for children only. They think adults cannot make mistakes. Weird. This creates fear, but I've overcome this because of you, AJ. Thanks. Yep, no problem. Right? Of course you're going to make mistakes. You'll always make mistakes. You're always going to... I mean, everyone does. We know this. It's just... So there's no reason to be afraid of it. Shazza says, we don't learn how to accept our mistakes and correct them easily without other people laughing at us. Yeah, this is the part of the problem. People have this idea. People will laugh at them. Oh my God, if I make a mistake, everybody will laugh at me. First of all, it's a ridiculous, it's a crazy fear. Everybody's not going to laugh at you. Even if they did, so who cares? Again, like good old Teddy Roosevelt said, the critics 
are worthless. The critics are not important. So the people who criticize you, people who laugh at your mistakes or say, oh, you made a mistake, who cares what they think? They are meaningless. They are fearful people. They're afraid to do anything. That's why they criticize and that's why they talk. Like, you know, what's being like a film critic? Talk about a useless person. They're usually people who love movies. Uh, A lot of times they're people who dream of making movies but they never do it why they're afraid that would require action possibly failure possibly embarrassment easier just to criticize others oh good Jordania says I loved your videos about the books from C.S. Lewis you made me interested in reading them good now I'm checking out the Hobbit videos thank you Great. Good. Yeah, those C.S. Lewis books are very nice. Um, Honestly, mostly for C.S. Lewis, I've read just his, uh, well, it's basically his books about Christianity. I have not, uh, I've read only one of his fantasy books. He did fantasy books like Tolkien did, but I've only read one of them. (laughs) Honestly, didn't like it as much. I like Tolkien's fantasy books better, but I like... uh, I very much like C.S. Lewis's writings about Christianity. Cool. Tony Cristo says, I'm going to become a VIP member in June. Super excited. Awesome. It's the 26th. You should, you'll probably be, you might make the webinar. I'm not sure. We'll see. Hopefully you will. The law says, my bad experience in speaking English made me realize I needed to wake up and I joined your course to be an independent learner. See? So see, the pain of mistakes can bring you to something better. Great. Is it better watching movies with subtitles or without? As Abra. You can do both. Do it with subtitles first, English subtitles, and then you can turn them off uh, after you learn the vocab. Uh, Omar is asking, can I le- learn privately with you? I don't, no, I don't do that. Sorry. Just uh, get one of my courses. Baishno says, how long should one take to start a business? A month? A day? Depends on the business, I guess, but, uh, it should be fast. Fast. Start your business fast. Quickly. Okay? Now, this is, I'm talking about someone who's starting their first business. Probably with no money or very, very little money. So, don't waste a lot of time. <laughs> okay? Just jump in and do it. Like, just start it. Start working on it right now and launch, meaning go live. <laughs> Get your, be start selling, start doing your business very quickly. It should just be, you know, weeks. It should be a month or less for most things. Move quickly, take action, be bold. That's my advice to anyone who, uh, you know, if you want to start your own business or you want to be independent, like a freelancer, be bold, move quickly. Don't waste time. Start now. Just start now. Okay, stop thinking about it. Just do it. Do it. Take action. You'll learn what you need to learn as you do it. Okay, so stop worrying about it. Uh, 
Hoi Pom says, what do you think about stoicism? It's got some decent points in stoicism. I mean, that stoicism um, is basically like the Roman uh, Western uh, idea of equanimity, which you find in Eastern uh, religions and philosophy quite a lot. Buddhism, Sanatana Dharma, Taoism uh, even, right? It's so it's it's kind of the same idea, which is don't become too emotionally extreme about anything. Stay, keep your mind calm. Whatever happens, keep your mind calm. That's what Stoicism is. It's just it's more the Western Roman approach to that, but it's quite similar to this. It's this idea of equanimity, which you will find in Buddhism and Sanatana Dharma and and a lot of Eastern philosophy. Neha Verma says, sometimes we're not afraid of taking risks as it will cost us, but because it can cost our family. And hence, most of the people give up on their dreams. Well, I mean, don't be stupid. But um, that's just an excuse. It's just an excuse. Giving up on your dreams, that, that's an excuse. You don't have to risk your whole family. If you're risking your family, you're, you're doing something wrong. Um, you know, how, how, I don't even know what that means. How could you risk your family? I don't even understand. Like, if you're going to start your business, just start it. Just do it. Just do it. If you have a family, well, then maybe you have to keep your job when you start it. And you have to start your business part-time while you have some money coming still. Right? Maybe you move your family to a smaller, cheaper place so your expenses are very low. I don't know. I don't know the details of what you're talking about, but uh, this is just... See, fear will find an excuse. This is something you'll notice <laughs> again and again if you know people in your life. They always have an excuse for why they are afraid. They always have an excuse for why they do nothing. Always, always, oh, my family, it's this, it's that. It's a, There's always an excuse, but the real excuse is fear. The real reason is fear. And then they try to think of some lots of reasons to explain it, right? Just like, you know, family members I know who uh, talk about starting a business and never do. They always have an excuse for why they don't do it, right? It's always not enough money or not enough time or this or that. Or that or that. Someone else did it. Someone stole their idea. Nah, 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 on and on forever. But there's always an excuse. Be bold. Take action. Stop making excuses. Uh, Motion says, can you talk about freelancing and startups? Two exciting subjects. We'll do a show about those two. I agree. Those are fun topics. Let's keep the comments in English, guys, if we could, since everyone's here to learn English. Thank you. Okay, I want to ask you, Mr. AJ, this is Anis asking, um... Is it right when I start an individual business to always think more ahead or just start without planning? Well, you're giving two extremes, <laughs> choices. That's, those are not the only two choices. Think ahead, but don't. But take action, okay? Yeah, of course, you, need to, you want to think ahead and 
try to think ahead, but don't use that as an excuse to not do it. Take action, start, and then of course you're trying to think ahead every day. You're thinking about your business and what can I do? But the point is you're taking action, you're making decisions, you're doing it, right? And part of that is planning, of course, but um, you're you're not stopped by uh, planning. See, a lot of people, what they do is say, oh, I got a plan, I got a plan, and then they do nothing. They just sit around planning for months and months and years and years. No, 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 no. Plan as you take action. Start the business and plan as you're doing the business, okay? And your plans often will not, will, you need to change them constantly. That's why. Like, if you just plan, you never know. But when you when you take action and then you plan and you're taking action, well, something happens. And sometimes you realize, oh, my plan sucks. My plan's no good. I have to, now I need a new plan. And then you take action. You do something different. And this is this is how you learn. But you, if you don't take action, you never learn any of that, right? Because nothing ever happens. You just sit around thinking all the time. And that's why you, you never do it. And that's why people who do that never start and they fail because they, they never even start. They, they're the ones who really fail. Yeah, like Jamila says, nobody is infallible, right? Meaning uh, perfect, except God. I don't like people who cannot confess their mistakes and think they're infallible. That's a, exactly a very good philosophical way to think about it. Right? Only God is without mistakes. You're not God, therefore, guess what? You will have mistakes. You will have weaknesses. So just accept it. And when, when a mistake happens, you just say, okay, it happened. And then you, you keep going. That's all. Gilson says, hi, I'm from Brazil. I want to say you're a very good teacher. Thank you, Gilson. I'll go a little longer tonight. I think we can have a few more minutes here since I've been gone for a while. Yeah, like Vladislav says, exactly. There are people who talk about starting a business for years or even decades, but they really never start. There are a lot of people like this. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. I can think of a few in my own family. So, yes, there are many, many, many people. In fact, this is probably most people who talk about starting a business never actually do it. And it can be anything, right? Some people talk about travel. I'm going to travel the world someday. And they never do it. Just buy, buy your plane ticket. Go, right? Book it. Book it and go. Figure it out. But just take action. The main thing is take action first. And then you can figure things out. Right? If you dream of uh, doing a big world trip, or it's like around the world trip, Save your money, buy the plane ticket. Maybe you buy it for one year later. And then uh, during that year, you can start figuring it out, the details. But now the ticket, you already bought it. You've, you've made the decision. You've taken the action. You're moving forward now. Okay. 
Omur says, what kind of businesses are exclusive businesses? I'm not sure what you mean by that. Exclusive business is very important for us. What do you think? I, I don't know what exclusive business means. What do you mean by exclusive? Do you mean... Um, do you mean like a high price uh, business for like people who are fairly rich, who have a lot of money? So it's exclusive, right? Exclusive customers. Or do you mean exclusive meaning... Um, like nobody else is doing it. So yeah, if you could put in the comments, just uh, let me know which, which, which one and I'll answer your question. School. Jordania says, people say it's good to write your dreams and plans in a scrapbook. It works for me. I write everything down. Yeah, it's good. You can, do, I, I, like I do a journal. You can put, exactly. It is good to write these things down. And then the big point is take action. Take action, take action, take action. But yes, it helps to write things down each day. And then you do it. Eva Lena, with a great one-sentence reply, says, Fear is just in our head. Indeed. It's all created by us. Most of the things people are afraid of in all these areas of life are nonsense. They're, they'll never happen. Even this virus thing now, it's just nonsense, guys. It's just, it's just media programming. It's just in your head. It's not real. It's not real. I like social entrepreneurship, which is combined with social work and business. Yeah, that's something you can do. Exactly. Just do it. If you have an idea, you know, you just do it. This is the key thing. Uh, you know, if we're talking about business, just do it. Just try it. You'll never know until you try it, and then you will know. <laughs> that's easy. It's simple. Move forward and do it. Right? for all these kind of dreams that people have. I don't understand this idea of giving up on your dreams. It's ridiculous. Why would you do that? It's your life. Why would you give up on... Why would you not do something that you think is incredible and amazing and important and meaningful to you? Why would you not do or not try any of those things and just instead like do something you don't care about? And you don't like why it makes isn't it's stupid it's foolish you're wasting your life you're wasting your life if you do that don't do that if you have a dream do it there's no guarantee you'll succeed but at least you can try Okay, see, so they say about writers that they're always born writers. How can we know about that? How can we see it in ourselves? Um, I don't know if that's true. I think a lot of writers just uh, become good. There may be I mean, people always, you know, some people are born with more talent, but uh, I think you'll find that good writers do a huge amount of writing before they become really good. That, like, most of their early writing is pretty bad. <laughs> 
right? Like any, any great writer you can think of, if you look at like their first writing at whatever age they started writing, that uh, it's usually not very good, right? But then they keep writing, they keep writing, they keep writing, they keep writing, and then they do become good. So uh, this is a common thing. So it's another example where they just keep writing anyway, even though maybe their first uh, writings, their first articles, their first stories, whatever it is they're writing may really be bad. (laughs) And they just keep going anyway, and then they get better. (laughs) The other question facing fear, should we jump with the parachute? If you're jumping out of a plane, it's a good idea. Fortune favors the prepared, they say in Czech Republic. Also, doesn't hurt. But the main quote, the oldest quote, uh, as far as I know, is Virgil. Fortune favors the bolt. Cool, Marvin says... Um, I have action and faith in God. Another good good point. Uh, remember I told you about the food truck? I do remember. We built, a, we built a food truck and we sold one already thanks to you for the motivation. See? Just did it. Built the food truck and was already sold one. Fantastic. Okay, I'm just giving a chance for a follow-up on the business question, but I don't see if any... see any detail I don't see a follow-up question so the exclusive so I'll have to just I'll try to answer both questions <laughs> about the ex- Omer's question about exclusive business so I'm not clear on what that means but um, um, let me just read the comment again and I'll answer both versions that I think it might mean uh, where's this comment here you go okay what kind of businesses are exclusive business okay so one one thought is that maybe he means exclusive meaning like an exclusive clients, exclusive customers, serving people with money. It's not a bad idea. They're easier to serve, in fact. <laughs> it's easier, right? It's easier to sell to people who have a lot of money and they want to spend it. It's much harder, much harder to make a business for people who don't have money, who don't have much money much much harder (laughs) right so trying to be the cheapest is usually a bad strategy so Omar's right about that uh, that uh, in general it is easier and better to build a business doing something where you're charging more you're charging a higher price uh, and of course you have to have uh, provide something so that people will pay that so maybe is higher quality maybe it's extra service something different whatever it is it's not a bad idea at all good idea the other possible meaning of this exclusive business meaning something that no one else is doing that's not important that's almost impossible so don't worry about it if someone else is doing the same thing you're doing so what doesn't matter you have competition Competition is part of business, so that's nothing to fear. Uh, and it might even be a good sign, right? I mean, like 
like my business, how many people teach English? I don't know, thousands and thousands are teaching English online. Plus, you know, all the English schools around the world. I mean, there's a gigantic number of people. My business is not exclusive in that way, right? At all. But it means that there's a demand. It means a lot of people want it. So that's fine. But the first meaning, I'm guessing, it is a good idea to target higher price, higher level of service, you know, higher level of quality, uh, some, something different, whatever it is, but to target that a little bit, not necessarily the super rich, like billionaires, but don't go for the cheapest. Don't try to have the lowest price and the cheapest. You'll almost never win that battle. You'll, you'll almost always lose if you try to do that. Okay, I guess it's about time for me to get going. A couple more and we're going to go. Hussein, yes, makes a good point. The thing I noticed about the book, The Law of Attraction, is it just focuses on the mental part. It doesn't focus on encouraging people to take action. I, I agree. It's a the big, weak point of that book. Too many people um, focus on that book only. The mental part is fine, you know, that the, what that book teaches about, you know, focusing, imagining what you want and seeing it and imagining it's real and all these things. All of that's totally fine. It's motivating. It's very good. But the problem, as Hussein says, if you only do that, well, then you never take action. You never start. Nothing happens. So you have to uh, make a decision and take action. You, you doing something like the law of attraction, you know, imagining your success and in, in detail, it's totally fine, but uh, it's not enough. You also, the main thing is take action, take action, take action. Fortune favors the bold. Tung Min says, I've, I've become a VIP member recently. I have already committed not to quit. Excellent. Because I have followed your methods for six months. Great, fantastic, and welcome. Oh, exclusive business means restricted. This is Omer following up. Restricted. Um, restricted. I guess what you're meaning is, yeah, like special, like nobody else can do it. Not important. Not important at all. Right? Like this is um, this is a common, pro actually, this is something to be careful about. Uh, it's, an, it's an excuse people use for, and it's, it's also a mistake in general that a lot a lot of people who don't who never start a business they think uh it's they think the idea is the thing that's most important they think that having a, an idea that no one else has right that it's doing something no one else has ever done before so it's it's and then protecting that so no one else can steal their idea they think that's the way to have success in business almost never Almost never is. I mean, you, I'm sure you can find examples of something like that where it does work. But um, 
in most cases, people who are successful, who start a successful business, they do something that lots of other people are doing also. I mean, think of a restaurant. <laughs> Super common. There's, it's not restricted in any way. There are, you know, in any city, there are lots and lots of restaurants. So in, even like, let's say you start a Thai restaurant in America. Almost every city already has a Thai restaurant. So, you know, the idea that you will do something totally different than everyone else, that, that no one ever thought about it, no one ever did it, it's not going to happen probably. Uh, and it's not even good because if you trying something totally, completely new that is com that no one else is doing or has done, well, then it, that's a that's a much bigger risk actually because you have no idea if it will succeed. You have no idea if anyone will actually want it, right? So it's it's actually I think a, a smarter thing to do do something a lot of people want. And if a lot of people want it, then it means that other people are doing it probably already too. Just be better than them or be different than them. The business, you know, the what you're doing in general might be the same as a lot of other people, but do it in a different way. Do it in a way that's special, right? That's how you do it. You do it in a in a unique way. And you target maybe a certain group of people, right? That's, that's the kind of very general advice on how to start a business and what kind of business to do. Don't, don't get too focused on, oh, like again, I see this in people I've met where they focus so much on finding the one idea that's so super crazy that no one's ever thought of. And then if they find somebody else who's done it anywhere in the world, they think, oh, someone's already doing it and so I can't, I'm not going to do it. It's just an excuse to, to not do anything. says I'm feeling reborn now great good 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 yeah get outside guys get outdoors get outdoors get out in the sun go for walks I know if it's rain you know if it's raining go outside anyway it's raining here I'll still go outside if it rains doesn't matter that's what umbrellas are for Omer says, uh, different Omer, Karatas says, which age is appropriate to become financially free, do you think? Any age, doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. Any age, just start, just do it. Doesn't matter, whatever your age is, just do it now. All right, guys, I think that's it. Yep, that's all. All right, good. Lots of love to you all. Thank you so much. It was great to be back. It is great to be back. And we'll finish up with The Hobbit, our book club, soon, a few days. I'll just, and I should be back on my normal schedule now with the podcasting and with the show. So lots of love to you all. Thank you as to the YouTube supporters. Thank you to VIP members. VIP members, watch your email this week, Thursday, maybe Friday, I will send the email with information about our our webinar our chat for vip members only please watch your email and check your spam folders too just in case okay see you guys next time let's love to you bye for now